to politics with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic crumbs, bringing you the news you can use as it pertains to the idiocracies in politics. I don't care if you're Republican, Democratic, Libertarian, Independent, there's something you can get from this broadcast. Knowledge is key, and the key to your freedom is knowledge. Vote. Don't forget to vote. Tell someone you know who isn't voting to vote. And don't throw away your vote. Listen to politics so you know how to vote. So you know how to make an impact and do what you gotta do to have a better future for you and your family too. Politics. With Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic crumbs. I'm going to make sure that you do what you're supposed to do when it comes to voting. Get the information you need from this guy indeed. <laughs> and you ask why that laugh? Because politics is on the air with Mercer Prescott. And if you're listening to anything related to politics with your usual news media, it will drive you crazy. Get the truth from Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. Murph, do your thing. What's up? What's up, man? Uh, and I'm going to tell you right now, if, I, if, I, if I'm a little haphazard today, it's because I do what I always do every week. I have the show written by Sunday afternoon. I know everything I'm going to say, and then more stuff happens, and then I have to rip stuff apart and then put it back together. It's like it's like I'm Zack Snyder, and I'm making a Justice League movie, and I'm like, you know what? Let's go dark. You know what? Let's go bright. You know, and then next thing you know, it's just like, it's just crazy. But hopefully, I do a little bit better than Justice League did. <laughs> Ooh, have you so, seen Justice League, though? No, but you know what? Everyone I know that saw it has... Only like one or two people I know said that they didn't like it, and most everybody they they liked it. I feel so, like this: don't no matter what it is, you have to go in with a clean slate, and you just have to be like, what I what I get is what I get. And I think when you go in with a clean slate, you're okay. If you go in with high expectations, like this is going to be better than Wonder Woman, then you already set yourself up for failure because yeah. that was a niche film that spoke to a different audience. Mm-hmm. And uh, plus, a lot of people still had the, uh, the bad taste in their mouth from Batman versus Superman. So they kind of and then they, they had the stats today. They said 40 percent of the people who saw Batman versus Superman uh, didn't go see Justice League. So that hurt them, too. You know, but, it, you know, at least Justice League is fighting for justice. You got Donald Trump, who's just fighting for his own ego. You know, he's fighting versus LeVar Ball. He made me actually say LeVar Ball was right. I thought I'd never say that in my life. I've never thought that. I'm like, you know what? LeVar Ball was right. And Donald Trump made me do that. Damn him for that shit. He's fighting against Time Magazine. Uh, you know, this whole thing is just embar- It's embarrassing. Trump's obsession with Obama. You know, he wants to be person of the year again. He was person of the year last year. Right. When he won the presidency, he wants to be it again this year because he wants to be person of the year the same amount of times as Obama. Obama was person of the year twice. Right. But the one thing he'll never. Well, you never know. But Obama was on the cover of Time magazine 16 times. It's actually not accurate. 15 times. One time was Michelle Obama had the cover of Time magazine. 
Trump, including person of the year, Trump has been on the cover of Time magazine four times. And not all of them for good reasons, you know. Uh, he's just obsessed with them, and it's, and it's just actually, it's absolutely sickening. So he's basically like, yeah, you know, Time wanted me to, me to be person of the year this year, but I didn't want to do it. I had to do a photo shoot and, you know, too busy playing, I mean, being president to do that. And Time magazine was just like, no, we we never offered you that. He basically hey just straight up lied. Hey. Hey, yeah. So I, I was tuning in. Um, yeah, I definitely saw that and I was like, okay, whatever you say, whatever you say, 45. At this point, I'm just, I'm done with the shit. Like, I don't, yeah. everything is with a grain of salt. Um, yeah, but I did see that. He said, you took it as boulders, you will be crumbled you will be you know what i'm saying because it's just that much shit it's crazy literally going back to the laugh at the beginning of the show (laughs) so i i had to finally unfollow someone that i went to if you guys recall um i talked about um i talked about this this black guy that i went to elementary school with and um he's a trump supporter like he was actually on CNN like talking about how he supports Trump right and recently I noticed like he had been really fucking silent like he had nothing to say at all about all the shit that he's done or not done since he's been in office so I was like okay well maybe this guy is just like I don't give a fuck like my guy's in I did my job kind of thing like maybe he's not gonna say anything Right. But no, I was wrong. I was wrong. And out of all this, he basically waited for the whole LeVar Ball situation to come up. <laughs> speak on 45 and take the time to talk shit about LeVar Ball. Now, I'm not an advocate. Like, I'm not a fan of LeVar Ball. I do think he's very ridiculous. But um, in the grand scheme of things, I just don't give enough of a fuck you know what i'm saying like i just don't you know what i'm saying like i don't just i don't have such a huge dislike for the man where like i wish him it will i kind of wish he would succeed so that way he can i guess shrug the haters off whatever people all have whatever um but he basically went on to talk shit about how lavar ball is a bad father and how 45 got the kids out of the, the situation now I didn't bother to comment because I know it's like it's, it's it's falling on deaf ears. But the first thing I said was I already knew 45 had nothing to do with that kid being returned home. And right. even if he did, it's his fucking job. Or it's part of, it's in his, it's in their, the country's best interest to get those kids out as high profile as they are to get them out of China. So why the fuck wouldn't you? Now you don't, you don't just get a cookie for doing your fucking job if that's what you did, but I didn't know he was full of shit and lying about it anyway. And, and the thing is, that's how the Chinese deal with that anyway. So even if there was no State Department interference, that's how they deal with that sort of thing anyway. They would have got a, a up to 20 days of house arrest. I remember, yeah. And then, and then they would have just been sent home and been told, don't come back, and that's it. So even if Trump wasn't in China at the time, the, the outcome would have been the same. So... For him to take, and then you know, and that's the thing. His people just parrot that so much, you know, and and they just don't really care. Put it like this, right? 
I had a, I, I was looking at one of Trump's tweets, and he says uh, we should have a contest as to which of the networks plus CNN and not watching, not including Fox, <laughs> is the most dishonest, corrupt, and distorted in this political coverage of your favorite president. And in parentheses, he puts me. They're all bad. Whitaker received the fake news trophy, and he wrote the fake news trophy in capital letters. There, there's a. a God, what do they call it? An extension you could put so that when you look at Donald Trump's tweets, it looks like it's written in crayon. And if you read them in crayon, it really does sound like they're being written by like a little kid, you know. Now, if, if you, ever, you ever read up PolitiFact, uh, no, you know, they, have. They, they do the fact checking stuff. They did a uh, they have like a truth meter. So they take all these statements that people say. And then they rate them by true, mostly true, half true, mostly false, false, okay. and, and then pants on fire is like not one shred of truth in it. So they have a whole bunch of stuff from Trump, right? And they do it for everybody, for Clinton, Obama, everybody. So Trump has 21 true statements. He has uh, 55 mostly true, 70 that are half true, right? Then he has 100 that are mostly false, 154 that are false, and then 71 that are pants on fire. You figure Hillary Clinton has seven statements that she made that are pants on fire. Trump has 71. And well, Trump is, good job for him. He wins. Yeah, I'm sure and that's how he sees it. The thing is, for Trump to call someone else fake news is not even the pot calling the kettle black. It just goes. It just goes beyond that. Like nothing he says. All right, barely anything he says. Yeah, nothing he says is really true. Everything he says is just a, pretty much a lie. So for him to call other people fake news. Now here's the thing: when he does tell the truth, the press is not on it. All right, here's another chunk from. Here's another tweet from him that same day. The tax cut bill is coming along very well. Great support. Okay, that's a lie. With just a few changes, some mathematical, the middle class and job producers can get even more in actual dollars and savings. That's a lie. But here's the part where he tells the truth. And the pass-through provision becomes simpler and really works well. Now, a pass-through corporation, and I found out that over 60% of corporations are now uh, pass-through corporations. Right. When people think corporations, they think like big, huge conglomerates, but they're also smaller corporations, right? You figure it's basically, if you're a corporation, you normally get taxed twice. So you get your corporate tax cuts, and then when it goes down to individuals, it gets taxed again. What the pass-through does is that it just goes straight there. So for instance, Blue, let's say me and you own the corporation, right? We make a million dollars in revenue. So after we cut out all our expenses, we're left with four hundred thousand dollars, right? Okay. How that gets taxed is this: we cut that in half, two hundred thousand for you, two hundred thousand for me, and that money gets taxed on our individual tax returns. Right. So we don't pay any corporate tax on. We don't pay no corporate income tax on this at all. It just goes down uh, to the personal level. Now here's the thing. That's People in taxes are funny because no one wants to pay taxes until they need their FEMA check. And then they're like, well, why can't I get a FEMA check? Well, because 
you know, there's no there's no money in the coffers for FEMA because nobody wants to pay taxes. A friend of mine lived in California for a while, and he said that in ta- in California, people want people are like, well, I want high speed rail, and they're like, okay, well, we'll just have to raise taxes. Well, I don't want to pay more in taxes. But how the fuck can get the high speed rail if you don't pay more in taxes? Right. Who's paying for the high speed rail if it's not the people? Um, yeah, that's they, the whole point of like, money. Hello, that's what America's built on right now. We don't actually have the money to back the money that's out there. It's paper money. I think we call it floating money. Yeah. But the thing is, you can't just. The, the whole thing is, is that you can't. Well, put it like this, right? The thing that, that Trump gets ragged on because Trump has an S corporation. So it's a pass through uh, corporation. Which means that he stands to make uh, millions, if not billions, of dollars when this goes through, because it kind of it benefits him directly. Now, some people might say, okay, in, in theory, okay, they might say, well, look at Obama. Obama made uh, student loans easier, right? Obama and you know Barack and Michelle had uh, thousands of dollars in student loan debt. Don't forget, they're both lawyers. So they still had all that student loan debt. So they're like, well, Obama's, you know, making things easier so he could pay off his student loans. Right. But here's the thing about that. And like I said, that's in theory. I'd, I'd never heard anybody say that. But it, that that's an argument that the Trump supporters Right. Like. But they're, they're trying to say, like, yeah, like he, right. he's doing it to benefit himself. Too. Right. Now you figure, OK, I looked it up. I was like, how many millionaires are in America? Eleven million. Right. So 11 million is a lot of people. Right. I mean, the town I live in only has like 160,000 people in it. So 11 million people is a lot. But if you look at it and and I know there's more than 300 million people in America, but let's just say there's 300 million exactly. Right. If you take 11 million people and you divide it by 300 million people in this country, you get uh, 3.6%, 4% if you round it up. So this is a bill that helps less than 4% of Americans because everybody, all the millionaires don't necessarily have S corporations, right? So it still helps an even smaller percentage of that. Now, I said, all right, how, how many people in this country have student loans? 44 million people. So if you take 44 million people divided by 300 million people, you have uh, just a shade under 15%. So 15% of the country has student loans. So student loan debt totaling about $1.4 trillion. So who would benefit more? Uh, Student loan programs or S corporations? What's going to help the most amount of people? If people don't have student loan debt, they spend more money. So they'll spend more money in corporations and stuff like that. It's absolutely ridiculous, but the press just keeps concentrating on the ridiculous shit. And and it caught my eye because I talked about it, the whole thing about uh, CNN and, you know, like, we're going to have a fake news trophy. But I didn't really hear anybody in the... and, and And don't get me wrong, I don't watch all those shows. But I used to get clips of it on Facebook. So I'm like, all right, well, where is the clips of Trump pretty much saying that, hey, we're going to make the pass-through stuff easier uh, and have it help 
corporations more who don't really need it because they're barely paying taxes anyway you know I, I, I was reading an article today and, and this helped me shift my direction a bit on what we're going to talk about today uh, I keep hearing all the stuff about Roy Moore right so every day I hear more and more stuff about him you know more people coming up there's a danger to this okay of being too overzealous and just believing stuff that's posted just because it's believable you know what what do they say that they teach in college critical thinking that's why Republicans don't want people to go to college they don't want people to go to school because they don't want them to learn critical thinking they don't want them to question what's in front of them you just accept it and then you just go I got that on on the Hillary side people were like well Hillary Clinton's a nominee so just accept it and vote for it you big baby and we didn't <laughs> because we questioned Susan was it Susan was it Susan Sarandon got in, trouble with, got in trouble with liberals for saying yeah if Hillary was president we'd be at war right now that is not far-fetched Obama didn't want to go to Libya it was Hillary that pushed him toward it and when uh, Gaddafi got killed you would have thought that Hillary had just become president that's how happy she was you know so yeah I, I don't doubt that you know Trump is just uh, Trump's incompetence is kind of getting in the way of us going to another war because <laughs> you see you know forgot about Kim Jong-un because he's worried about getting on Time magazine cover but um I, I saw an interesting article today about what happens when you go against actual journalists long story short a woman falsely claimed to the Washington Post that Roy Moore got her pregnant when she was 15 and this is back like in the early 90s right and um it turned out to not be true because they investigated because they they this woman thought that okay i'm gonna tell this to the i mean did i say the times i mean the washington post i'm sorry that i'm gonna tell it to the post and they're just gonna print it and they didn't they were like well listen you know we're gonna need proof and then the woman was just like, well, I guess I'll just go to the, the New York Times instead, you know. But the Post investigated this woman and they found out, like, half the stuff that she said was bullshit. Like, the place where she told them that they worked, they checked it. And they're like, well, this woman didn't work here. They found a GoFundMe page for her where she's trying to go to New York to work for some conservative think tank. And then they found out that uh, she actually... You know, they followed her because they're reporters. That's what they do. And they saw her going into a place called uh, Project Veritas. Project Veritas is run by a man named James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe was, uh, he used, uh, he's one of those people who, like, they hate the press. So they try to, uh, they try to get in and embarrass them so like get them and get them in those gotcha moments and that's they what they tried to, they yeah. yeah and that's what they tried to do here they tried to, to to get this reporter to just go for this Roy Moore thing and, and then they were just too good for that they're like yeah we need proof we're not gonna just print this now the reason why this came out is because not just because they found out that she worked for these people who were going after the media but the thing is what they told what she told the reporter was off the record but off the record has a stipulation right so let's just say Odie if you're uh 
if you're a reporter, right? And you I drive Monday morning to this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I tell you a story off the record, right? Then it would st- it would stay off the record. But if you found out that I was purposely trying to get you caught out there so I could embarrass you, right? That stuff that I told you off the record is technically no longer off the record because you're trying to do something that uh, with malice, right? So I'm trying to, to really get, and then now all of a sudden it's on the record. So that's why they wrote that article about what you talked about because they found out, oh, she's with James O'Keefe and they're trying to make, they're trying to embarrass us. Oh, do we say off the record? <laughs> we mean on the record, you know? So it's, it's dangerous because we have to be careful of the information that we get, whether you're just an ordinary Joe or working for the Washington Post, right? Put it like this. When I was doing my research yesterday, right, I was trying to follow a story about uh, Leanne Tweeden, the woman who accused Al Franken of sexual misconduct, right? There were two stories that I was trying to verify before I talked about it today. One was about, and one of them was just a non-story, but one was about her getting a book deal with Sinclair Broadcasting. Sinclair Broadcasting is this very right-wing broadcasting, and they're buying up all these TV stations and making the news people say conservative stuff even if they don't want to, right? So they were saying that these articles were saying that she got a, uh, Leanne Tweeden got a book deal with Sinclair after drop of the dime on Al Franken. And I was just like, no, that can't be. That's too obvious. That's like, Odie, if I was trying to bribe you and I said, all right, right. Well, I'll meet you at McDonald's. I show up to McDonald's like, all right, here's your bribe. And I show up with it in a sack with a giant dollar sign on it. Like, here you go. Pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> so I'm just like, so I, I checked up all this stuff and it was basically it was all on these left-wing goofball sites. Let me put it to you like this. If you're just standing in the middle of the street and somebody to your right throws a, forgive the analogy, throws a ball of shit right in your face, right? Would it matter if that shit came at you from the right or would it matter if it came at you from the left? Somebody still threw shit in your face, right? Exactly. That's how I feel about these websites. Like these left wing websites are horrible. But it's just like you're flattering my face though, like you're insulting my intelligence. Like right. you're trying to and on top of that, you're not making us look good. So the whole point is to kind of prove that you are that you are above the petty shit of the other extreme. But you are just the same. You're just doing it to your own benefit. Right. You know. If I see uh God, what is it? bipartisan report or verified politics I automatically I just keep scrolling my friends post stuff I'm like just keep scrolling up because there's nothing of substance here I'll put it like this one of my friends posted uh, and hold on I thought I had it bookmarked yeah here it goes Uh, a guy named Teddy Yoho yes his name is really Teddy Yoho I did not make that up I did not uh, make fun of his name. His name is Teddy Yoho. Teddy Yoho. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got that all throughout high school. And um, he is a uh, 
congressman out of Florida, right? So, I mean, a representative, I should say. And there was a meme going around, and I saw the meme today. That's what made me write. A, that's what made me write about it. And I have a picture of Teddy Yoho that says, "This guy is Republican Florida Representative Teddy Yoho, who said this week that African Americans should only be given three fifths of a vote." He's an elected member of Congress, and he actually said that out loud. Stay classy, Florida. Here's the problem with that. Where's he the video? He didn't say it. Here's what they said that he said. The full thing. All right. After a supporter in the audience then lamented on the advent of early voting, saying it was an avenue for illegal voting, Yoho agreed, saying, I've had some radical ideas about voting. You used to have to be a property owner to vote. The founding fathers didn't have early voting, so why should we? We need to go back to what the founding fathers intended. No early voting, no absentee voting, no renters voting, and a black man's vote counts as three-fifths of a white man's. It's what God intended. Now, here's the thing, right? That statement was from a website called Newslow. Newslow uh, combines real news with satirical fabrications. So according to, to Snopes, in this case, they melded a real statement from Teddy Yoho in which he admitted to holding some radical ideas about voting with a made-up quote from the congressman proclaiming that African-American voters should only get three-fifths of a vote. Now, if I posted something from The Onion, you would know it's fake because we all know what The Onion is, right? I've seen so many satire sites. They put that they're a satire site like in, in, in the fine print. When the article's already done, when it's already in your head. And then they're like, yeah, it kind of sucks. And they don't even say like, oh, this is a satire. They're like, yeah, it's a satire site. Tell your friends. That's basically how it is. So people make memes and then they post it as the truth. And I was watching this. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> there's no way this guy said that, you know, but in their defense, the, I'm talking about the people who post stuff is true. Republicans say some dumb shit all the time. And there have been a few times where I'm like, I know Trump is an ignorant man, baby, but there's no way he said that. Oh, he did say that. He tweeted it. Oh, damn. That's our president. If somebody told me today, uh, let me ask you, let me ask you a question, uh, Odie. If I told you that Donald Trump was honoring American Indians at uh, American Indian soldiers who fought in World War II at the White House, and he found a way to call uh, Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas in front of them, would you believe me? I'm not the internet, so I'm afraid I would have to. And then the thing is, he did that shit. He did it. I saw the video. And I was like, you've got to be fucking shitting me. He just, he just no, used a racial slur. I got to commend Blue for, last week you posted something about what uh, 45 said. Oh, it was about the, the Moore situation. And people were saying, well, are you still endorsing him? And Blue kind of challenged it. Like, no, I don't believe it. Like, where's the video? Like, maybe it was taken out of context. Even gave him the benefit of the doubt. Right. Um, beyond giving him the benefit of the doubt, but I still want to verify it before I repeat it to someone else. And let well, it spread like wildfire. That's my thing. But I still, I don't really put anything past him. But 
Yes, no, that was definitely one where I wanted to hear the video um, with the Native American comment and Pocahontas comment today. Um, and I'm just like, damn, like he can't let anyone get shine. Like everything is about putting someone else down. Yeah. This was a person that, um, it was the Boy Scouts of America. There was some sort of event with them. And even then he took the time to like talk shit about Hillary and Obama. It's just like, bro, let someone ha like, hmm. He, he missed that memo of Michelle Obama where she said, when they go low, we go high. He, he just stay low all the time. You know what? It's like you said on Saturday Night Live. He was like, when they go low, I get high. <laughs> That's basically Trump, just high on his own horse shit. I, I, I'll put it like this, right? Um, it's, I don't know who's worse, like Trump for doing this stuff that he does or other people for making excuses for it. Sarah Huckabee Sanders was being grilled about Trump's statements and he just, and what did, what did Harris, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders say? She was like, well, you know what I think is more offensive? Elizabeth Warren claiming to be an American Indian to uh, boost her popularity. That, uh, the, the what aboutism that they do all the time. You know, it, it's I'm absolutely- I'm gonna have to go with the people doing it because everybody is so shook at this motherfucker for no reason. So I'm gonna have to go for the people prolonging the bullshit. Like it's it's them. It's the people around him. They they don't say shit to check it because they're too afraid to be one of his targets. And I'm like, fuck him. Like like what do you mean? Like you don't have a sign. Like what are we doing here? Right. And, and well, my thing is this. I was uh, I didn't get a chance to read the article, but there were people talking about it. New York Times. This time it is the Times, and they wrote an article about a. Uh, a white supremacist but it looked like the article was trying to humanize him you know and try to you know you ever, you ever read uh, Us Weekly like you have the supermarket and then there's a long line because some old lady doesn't know how to write a check so you're just like you pick up Us Weekly and you leaf through it and it's the most condescending shit like in your life and, and they have a section where it's like Celebrities yeah. are just like us. <laughs> right. They're they're kids to, the, to, to the nannies or whatever the fuck. I'm like, mm, okay. They, they're like, they dig through their purses. That's an actual one. And they showed like Kim Kardashian like digging through her purse. Like she's going to pay somebody to dig through her purse for her. Like they work out with their friends. Like is this the most like who reads this stuff and just thinks to himself, there's no way they could be talking bad about me. You know, that's like this article was. It was, it was kind of like, you know, white supremacists are just like you. They they spend time with their families. They go to the store and shop. Like I had a picture of the guy shopping in the supermarket with his shopping cart just looking lost. Like, is it is it ketchup or catsup? Like, and I'm just like, why are you humanizing these people? You know, the article didn't really, from what people were saying about the article, they weren't, they weren't really saying what he was doing was wrong, but they were just kind of just trying to see things from his side as to why he's a, a, a bigoted jackass. Like, I don't like stuff like that. Like, um, Jimmy Fallon, right? A lot of people gave Jimmy Fallon a lot of heat for trying to humanize Donald Trump. 
So when he had Trump on the show during the election, uh, he was tossing him all these softball questions and he was tussling his hair and, you know, just trying to make it seem like, yeah, Donald Trump's one of us, guys. And people were just like, yeah, fuck you, Jimmy Fallon. Wonder, wonder what Tom Colbert comes on, you know? And my thing is this, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, if Trump tried to be a good president, I'd hate him less. <laughs> I'd lie, but I'd hate him less than I do now. I, I I can at least say, well, yeah, he he's a festering bag of dog shit. But at least he did this, and this is helping people. So I, I can you know maybe not call him a piece of shit ten times before breakfast. Maybe only eight. Maybe seven if I'm feeling charitable. But he doesn't do any of that. Everything he does is just terrible. He hasn't passed any legislation, just executive orders. He's just a terrible human being from the inside out. But, like for instance, you know, and people keep deflecting uh, blame on the whole FCC thing to Obama because Obama, uh, I think he appointed Ajit Pai to the FCC, not the position he's in now. That's Trump. That's Trump's doing. You know, getting a Jeep Pie as a, as a chairman, but it, uh, a Jeep Pie was one of Trump's. I mean, probably one of Obama's nominations to the FCC. It was Trump that elevated him. So on on the interwebs, that's all you see. Like, see, it's Obama's fault. You know, I I, I will tell you this: if Godzilla came and just destroyed uh, San Antonio, Texas. Right, they would blame Obama because they would say, "Well, why didn't he write an executive order against monsters?" You know what? It's Obama's fault. They would always find a way to blame Obama. You know how they was it? What is it? Um, what's the name of that game with Kevin Bacon? Like Six Degrees is Kevin Bacon or some shit like that. Where you just connect things and they all go back to Kevin Bacon. That's what they would do for Obama. Like everything's his fault. Except a good economy, that's all Trump's doing. <laughs> but my thing is this, with the whole net neutrality thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I swear to Jesus. Now these cable companies are trying to, uh, they're trying to do damage control because they know how people work. And I, I will give them that. When this net neutrality thing passes, and it will pass, right? There's no way it's not going to pass because the corporations want this too badly. So they're gonna get their tax cuts and they're gonna get their net neutrality, right? Who do you think they're gonna take it, who, who do you think they're gonna take the anger out on? When a G-Pi does his job, his job is done. They'll probably find him dead in his car for all, and, and we wouldn't even give a shit. Who, we, who are we gonna take our anger out on? The cable companies. That's what we're gonna take our anger out on. So they're already starting to play damage control, right? Hold on, 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 the wording is so bizarre that people just don't get the impact. Break it down. Well, because I will say that, like, I'm, I'm definitely with you there. Because when you think neutral, like, oh, okay, like, that basically means I'm minding my own fucking business. 
But well, no, it's actually quite the opposite. You're well, minding my business. <laughs> net neutrality is basically almost as it sounds. It's basically uh, a free and open internet. That means that every website gets to run as every other website. So in other words, and this happened, so I, I, I don't, you know, people say, well, that's never happened. Of course it's happened. I think I mentioned this last week. If you had, uh, what was it, uh, Google had its own video streaming service just like uh, YouTube, right? Google ended up buying YouTube for over a billion dollars because their web streaming service was just not that good. So they I bought- remember that shit. I had so much stuff on the Google version and then they poured it over to YouTube and the quality was shit when they ported it over. <laughs> but um, if you, uh, if there was no net neutrality, what Google could do was they could just throttle and granted Google is not a ISP, you know, but Google Fiber is, right? Eventually, so what if Google Fiber, if they were around at that time, just said, you know what? They're our competition, we'll just throttle them and make them slower. And you know how people are. If you try to load, if I'm looking up information on a website and that website takes more than six seconds to load, I click the X and I get on another, on a, another website. Mm. Right? So if, uh, Am- well, Amazon's not an ISP. That's not a good example. But let's just say that uh, Comcast has its own streaming service, right? So they start to throttle Hulu and uh, Netflix, right? Or better yet, if they'd run the internet the way they do in Australia, they'd run it in packages, right? And somebody had a uh, an example of it and I had to take it down because it had like a whole lot of F-bombs in it. I don't like doing the f bomb I don't mind cursing, but you know, I, it went a little bit too far. But they had, uh, they made up a little 404 page about Pornhub. So like you go into Pornhub and they're like, oh, sorry, can't get Pornhub because you don't have the package to get Pornhub. Right. They want to put it like this, like like your cable is now, right? Right, right, right. money for a cable package, you have a whole shit ton of channels in there that you don't even watch. I was paying so much money for cable. You think I want to see Paula Dean stuff a turkey full of butter? No, I don't want to watch that shit. I, I actually took a clipboard, piece of paper, and I just wrote down, I had like 100 channels. I wrote down all the channels I watched. It's like seven channels. And most of them I didn't even watch on a regular basis. It just happened, but you had to have like one show I liked. You know, it's a whole bunch of filler. Now, if I want the real stuff like HBO and Cinemax, I gotta pay extra to get that. That's how the internet would be without net neutrality. What they did that's, was they, no, that's that's my point. Like they called it being neutral, but no, you're minding my fucking business. All you need to worry about is that I'm using it. And if I tell you I'm using the internet to search to through a variety of websites because I'm looking at jobs or I'm looking at porn or I'm looking at right. YouTube, whatever the fuck. At the same you have to know time, what I'm looking at. <laughs> Maybe at, the same time, maybe at the same time, absolutely. Yeah. Whatever it is, you're minding my business. That's what I'm like, that is the complete opposite of neutral. Right. You are <laughs> invested in what the fuck I'm watching. Like, no, like, mind your no. fucking business. But, but that's the thing. But, but that's the thing. The way it is now 
it's free and open. So if you want to, you know, surf the net and do whatever, you're perfectly fine. Only time the cable companies really get involved in your business or should get involved in your business is if you're using their services. For illegal make, things. Well, not just for illegal things, but to make money. So if you're using their cable services to provide services to other people and pocketing the money, and it's happened in some rare instances, yeah, they can, uh, they can take action. Or if you are doing illegal things, right? You figure like this, uh, God, what is it called? Is it called Gab? I think it is. When all these uh, nationalists kept getting kicked off of like uh, YouTube and Twitter, they went to this place called Gab. I think it's called Gab. So that's where all the white nationalists hang out now. And then Google Play was like, I don't want to be part of this shit. And then they stopped uh, promoting it on Google Play. But all the white supremacists know where to go to talk white supremacist shit. You know, but the thing is, that's uh, where they get their cannabis from. Yeah. That's where they get their bomb making plans from. Australia has the internet that's a nightmare because they do it in packages. So you may have a package where you could have Amazon and Hulu, but not Netflix. And you have to buy a whole nother package with a whole bunch of websites you don't want just to get all three. So granted right now, if I wanted all three, I could pay for them or not pay for them. That the choice would be the choice would be mine. But if I wanted to, I didn't I don't have to buy a whole nother package just to do it. I pay one price for my internet and then I just go wherever I want to. If I want to pay for stuff, I pay for it. If I don't want to pay for it, I don't want to pay for it. Right? So these cable companies want net new they want net neutrality gone so they could do just that. So Comcast had a and I'm trying to find it. I thought I saved it. But Comcast had a uh a tweet and they're basically like saying like oh you know all that stuff that you say that we'll do we're never going to do it so we're never going to throttle people and stuff like that and and no one's really believing them so oh here it goes right hold on oh come on are you kidding me what happened it said page unresponsive. See, you know what? Ah! That's net neutrality already in <laughs> It already started, and I'm not making it up to be funny. That's exactly what happened. I went to go in that. Went to go in that thing. It said page unresponsive. See, you know. See, the benefit is allows Spectrum, Comcast, just to buy up everything. They need to go ahead and make that AT and T merger. Disney need to go ahead and get on board and we won't have to worry or stress about all this. I don't care about major conglomerates, big ass mergers as much as I used to. I do care about how much my spectrum bill go up and how shitty my service currently is. Yeah. How shitty everyone's uh, services. I didn't have this problem when I was with Tom Warner. I'm not bullshit. 300 megabytes. I was paying less than I'm paying now for 100. Some bullshit. Oh, well, I have at now. I got rid of them. Who, so. How fast is your internet? It's, it's good. I don't know. No, no I'm just saying gigabytes. Saying good ain't saying shit. Let me see. <laughs> let me get back to you. I'll talk to you offline. It's fine. I, I got um. I, I, I got 300. You got 300? So you you didn't ever switch over to Spectrum. You're still in the Time Warner. No, I'm, I'm, still, I'm, I'm with Spectrum. 
Oh, okay. No, everybody should. That wasn't a choice. Like, Eric kind of got to I mean, just became I think I, I asked for a different day. I tell them to turn my phone off, and they switched me underneath the Spectrum package, taking my 300 from me. I think I was only paying, like, 60 for 300 Yeah, and, I, well, I was paying more than that. Okay. Well, I mean, they're not feeling me because I got rid of cable. It, it, they made it sound like, like I stole someone's baby. And, and raise it on my own. I think I'm going I'm to bounce all the way out the game with the cable. I'm not, I really don't even watch the cable. I like it for live TV, like basketball. But, ah, fuck it. Fuck basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say fuck basketball no more because the Knicks are actually doing decent. Yeah, all they had to do was get rid of Carmelo, bitch ass. Yeah. You see how and look at the um, Oklahoma Thunder doing. They doing shitty with. Uh, uh, see, you see what that. The common denominator just happens to be Carmelo, bitch ass. Yeah. Because um, if you look at the um, game win, game loss category, this is the worst Oklahoma Oklahoma's done. I don't know, like in eight years. Yeah. So I mean, if, if they won, if they could have him, we got Enos Cancer. He's doing a lot of work for us. We'll take it. Yeah. You know. I used put to put with the Knicks hard. That was my team coming up, but that was like with the Spreewell and the. Oh, we, oh, you talking back in the, the? Yeah, yeah, like the nineties, eighties, and nineties. I after Spreewell, well, left, I, I didn't fuck with the Knicks no more. Yeah. Well, I can't. I I haven't been following basketball at all. But shout out to the coach over at uh, Golden State for uh, letting his team decide to not attend the White House for the bullshit. So shout out to him. Biggest shout-out to LeBron James for leading the boycott to any Trump-owned motels so the NBA teams will no longer stay in Trump-owned hotels. So bigger shout-out to LeBron. Yep, exactly. So I did not hear about that, but thank you. Thank you yeah, for sharing. Yeah, I somewhere. I think I got it, it from Merck. Somebody LeBron, but I like, it, it wasn't me. I like his decisions. I like... I kind of like his logic. Like, he That's hasn't... Make the money talk. Your money talks volumes. You got to think a big ass team. You know, you know. Typically, we want to say a team is ten people. No, a team can actually encompass up to thirty people when you put in the coaches, the extra people on the bench that never get no airtime. You know, blah blah blah. Right. The team, the about everybody who travels with the team. Period. Right. 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 Every, you think about it, and then everybody get their own room for the most part. I mean, I think some people do have to um, couple up or two to a room, but those are like the rookies. Yeah. They don't get no love like that. Um, <laughs> and we're talking about. At a minimum, probably four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars per night. Nah, I'm probably exaggerating. Let's say fifty thousand dollars a night. You know what I'm saying? With the whole team, the food, and all that stuff. The fact that you're not getting that money from thirty something, is it thirty teams in the NBA right now? Right. Ah, ooh, ouch! Congratulations. You yourself into a corner when you said, "Oh, he wants to kneel, fire him." Well, guess what? You can fire us. But we're not going to fuck with you, with your businesses. And that's what it is. Our money speaks volumes. Use your money wisely. And that anything that's connected to anything that goes against us should not be funded. That's your, your tissue and your, your toothpaste and whoever, whatever is funded by some bullshit. Find right. out who's funding what and don't fuck with them. Because there's plenty of shit that ain't fucking with the bullshit that you can't fuck with. Sometimes it might be a prettier penny, but that prettier penny is worth the value of you not fucking with the fuckables. Exactly. Put it like this. And 
jumping back to the Comcast thing, right? You figure in most places, Comcast is a regional monopoly, right? But like you said, if there was even a hint of Comcast uh, doing those shenanigans and that there was someone else, they would just jump to someone else. They'll take the hit just to now give Comcast their money, right? Like you said, spend your money wisely. Right, so I can't wait to Google Fiber get off their ass and get oh, this motherfucking ball rolling in my neighborhood. Why what? is the equipment all up in my house, but yet y'all still not ready to roll? He Red emailed tape. me back. He was like, "Oh, there's a lot of um wires they have to lay down and logistics and going through people's yards, blase, blase." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that makes fucking sense. You shouldn't have brought that shit in my fucking house until you got it all together." They probably fighting through the red tape. Whenever, whenever I'm in, I'm in town. And I see a Google Fiber truck. You would think that I just saw a Haley Marie Norman just walking by in a, in a, in a tight dress, and I'm just like, I, I'm, I react the same way, like, oh, Google Fiber, you know, not creepy like Roy Moore, but you know what I mean. No, I pretty but, sure um, it was creepy, motherfucker. I know that was kind of creepy. I take that back. <laughs> I think like I think like 80 women just unsubscribed when they heard me say <laughs> that. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you reminded me of some sexual harassment I got some years back. <laughs> He's probably got women's heads in his freezer. But um, oh my goodness, oh man, I hope you owe you. That's it. You make mine hundred go to the top of your queue at Netflix. Watch that shit. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. A lot of people talk about that show. They love it. But um. Comcast had a tweet, right? And I responded to it on my Twitter account, but I, I didn't. But this guy had a, had a better one. He says uh, Comcast came out and he said, "We do not and will not block, throttle, or discriminate against lawful content." Now I wish "lawful" was underlined because who writes the law? Who says what content is lawful? But anyway, so they say we will continue to make sure that our policies are clear and transparent for consumers, and we will not charge. Oh, I'm sorry. We will not change our commitment to these principles. And then somebody wrote back, and forgive the Orwellian doublespeak, but it it, it kind of goes to the point. He says, "We never will, but it's very important that we be able to. <laughs> but we won't. So let us do it, because we won't do it. Which is why we're spending so much money to make sure that we can, but we won't. But let us do it. <laughs> In other words, if you say you're not going to do all this evil stuff. Why are you lobbying so hard to have the option to do evil stuff with the internet? Right? Right, right. That's like, that's like if I'm at a, a and, and I know I'm getting creepy here, but you know what? That's mm -hmm. like if I had a, a little uh, thing of roofies, right? Oh. And, and I'm like, I'm not going to roofie this girl's drink, but... I, I could. I might, <laughs> but I'm not though. Hey, what's that over there? Aha, fooled you. You thought I was gonna roofie your drink, but I'm not. But I have roofies, so I may. <laughs> I, I know that's a horrible analogy, but it's like if I wasn't planning on raping somebody, why would I have roofies? If you're not planning on throttling the internet and uh, controlling the internet, why are you lobbying so hard to do it? Thank you. Because it's not something like they're in, not unless spending... Unless there's something in the mix we don't know about, but there's nothing I read can reveal that. You're right. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. If they have that option, they will take it. That's what they're fighting for. They're fighting for that option to control the internet. And unfortunately, everybody lives, for the most part, live in a monopoly where they don't have... Like where I'm at, let's see. 
Every choice I have other than Spectrum gives me about 20 megabytes download. I can't do shit with no damn 20 megabytes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. If I do a speed test and I come up with 260, I'm mad. I'm like, where's my other 40 megabytes? And the, the megabytes I'm missing, that's some people's top speed. My friend told me he had, um, what do you have, like 10 megabytes? And I was just like, where do you live in the South Sudan? Like, where? I hope he's single, doesn't have any kids. Or, no, he's or got he a has family. He has a family. I'm like, the yeah, fuck are you going to do with 10 megabytes? 10 megabytes. That sounds like some DSL bullshit. Per month? Oh, no, not per month. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about cell phones, but just 10 megabytes. Oh, my God. No. Hell no. Nothing's getting done in that household. Can't make or a shopping list really, on 10 megabytes. But you know what? You got to be, you got to appreciate the person that has patience to deal with a 10 megabyte thing. Because even with 100 megabytes, sometimes, depending on how many things I'm streaming at once, because I do stream multiple right. things at a time, I feel the pain. I'm like, ah, what the fuck going on? Let me do a speed test. And the speed test says, oh, da, da, da. the speed test looked right. I said, you know what? It's that fucking website's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes right. it's not the internet. It's the stupid ass website. Facebook right. is notorious for slowing down at times, or or maybe it's the Chrome is clogging up with too much um save too much RAM, so it slows it down or whatever. You know, I had to actually go into my Chrome and eliminate a whole bunch of those uh, extensions. Yeah, yeah. Because they were, they were really, they were really slowing me down. Right. You'd be surprised on how much RAM that some of them take take up in your system. In fact, I need to do that right now. Why is this Office Live extension active? Uh, I own active and don't like the online version. Click off. <laughs> Put it like this. There's two. Hold on. I'm trying to get to my desktop here. But uh, they have one called uh, ADW Cleaner, short for Adware Cleaner. Right. And um, another one called, because I just, uh, and um, R-Kill. So I use them to find all these, uh, all this adware and extensions and stuff like that and just eliminate them from the computer. And always make sure you have malware bytes. That's, that's my number one go-to. I have right. uh, AVG, but if you're not paying for it, it's practically useless. So I just have like malware bytes and then, um, I have those other two. So basically, if I, because I had, uh, you know, all these, because I go on all these websites trying to find new stuff and then, you know, pick it up a little thing here and there. So, and it, it just gets rid of it. Yeah. But, but, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> the, the main thing is, is that these cable companies are usually regional monopolies, the big ones. And if you, if there's a smaller one, you're only, like you said, you're only getting like 20 megabytes tops. And people aren't running on that type of speed no more and doing anything effective. Man, you know? I remember when I had 56, when I had, I originally had 28.8 back in 95. <laughs> upgraded. I think it was SNET, they called it SNET or something. They updated, updated the 56K. Boy, you couldn't tell me shit with 56K down, little boy. boy. And I was like the only one in my hood that had the shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. <laughs> it's funny how... I couldn't even get, if I get 56, if I get anything below LTE on my phone, I'm pissed. What the fuck? <laughs> Put it like this. I'm trying to remember the speed when, when my brother got broadband, right? Mm -hmm. And he had the, the Wi-Fi. Right. And he was just like, I'm paying all this money for this broadband. Why is our Wi-Fi so damn slow? And it's because everybody in the neighborhood was jacking in on our Wi-Fi because it was faster than the ones that was in their house. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to put the security on to keep everybody out of his Wi-Fi. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds just about right. Hell yeah. I, ch I changed, um, my name is like FBI Surveillance Van 1. Yeah. 
Log on to my shit if you want to, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what? Not even do that anymore. That's not even scary. Just, just name your uh, connection WikiLeaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody, everybody just make a, everybody just stay away from you then. Hell yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> they want their business on that website. So, um, porn surveyors. <laughs> <laughs> and then like put the, like in um, parentheses, we'll post the sites you visit online for public consumption. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. It'll be nothing about my training fascination. <laughs> exactly. I got one more thing to talk about before I let it go. Uh, going back to the whole thing about researching. Uh, you guys do your own taxes, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Never make the money. You ever see? You ever see the box for earned income credit? Yep. Not eligible. <laughs> yeah. I'm not eligible either. You know, and that's not such a bad thing. Cause if you're single, you have to be making like no money to get an earned income credit. Now, and even then, the max is only like four hundred and seventy-five dollars. Man, four hundred and seventy-five dollars would do me good right now. But here's the thing: if you if you have kids. Up to, if you're married with, with up to three kids, depending on your income, you can get as much as like 6,500 bucks. Damn, for what? Now, for having kids? Goddamn. <laughs> now, the earned income credit is basically as it sounds. You get a credit depending on your income, right? Your taxable income. So basically, not taxable income, but how much you make. So uh, you, can, you can claim up to three kids. Right, and that's why you have some situations where people have more than three kids. Since they can only claim three kids on, you know, to get their earned income credit, they may say, "All right, well, listen, you can claim one of my kids." Keep in mind yeah. that that is illegal. <laughs> They'll get caught, but people do it. Right now, here's the thing. I swear, if I could get a social security number for Zeke, his ass would be on my taxes too. <laughs> Put it like this: someone stole, <laughs> someone stole my sister's identity, and the only reason why they got caught is because they they claimed her kids on their tax return. That's the only reason why they got caught. So it's it's a it's a big deal, especially for low income low income folks who have kids. Right now. The reason why I bring this up is because, and this goes back to checking your sources, uh, they were saying that they were going to get rid of the earned income credit. Now, that is not true. They're not going to do that. Like, your earned income credit is too important because you figure it like this. It's a credit. So let's just say, uh, Odie, let's say you have two kids, right? And you're getting uh, $3,500 for your earned income credit. If you end up owing $4,000 in taxes, they'll take that $3,500 off and you only owe $500, right? Or if you have to pay $500 in taxes and you get a $3,500 earned income credit, they take that off. Now you have a $3,000 return. So for a lot of low and middle income folks, that's a big deal, right? Now, um, it's a big deal to me. Put it like this. When I was still in school and getting that, that credit for school, one, I bought a TV one year. I, I built a computer one year. That, those credits like that, they're a big deal to just about everybody who's, who's grinding it out for a living. There was, now, the rumor was with the new uh, tax plan, the, the tax reform, that they were going to take away the earned income credit. And I had to, to fact check it. I found out that is not true, that the earned income credit. Now, keep in mind, the article that I found that said that, that was from uh, 
earlier in the month from like the, the second or third of the month. Today is the, the 27th, right? But here's my thing. When they were doing the credit card bill of rights, right? And I read the early draft of it. There was a provision that said, so let's just say, Odie, you have a credit card. Your credit card has a 15% APR, right? And let's say you run into some hard times, you miss a payment. They're gonna put you in that 29% APR. Now, in the original draft of the credit card bill of rights, if you paid for five months in a row on time, they, they're supposed to put you back to 1490 to your 15% APR. But uh, before I got the credit card I have now, every time I read the fine print, they would always say, oh, if you get in the penalty APR, it's permanent. And I'm like, nah, that's not what the credit card bill of rights says. Nope. That provision never made the final draft. And that's like with some of these things, you always have to be careful because maybe the rumors were true. Maybe they maybe they were going to get rid of that earned income credit. But in the final draft that came out for the house, uh, it didn't make it in there. You know, the thing is with bills like that, that are so big, got to pay attention. And it's not easy because, oh, my God, that tax bill is like a thousand pages long. You know, so you got to just hope that the people who are keeping tabs on this stuff keep good tabs. You know, sometimes fact checking is a pain because I'm not a reporter for the New York Times or the Washington Post. So I don't have the resources to follow leads all day. So sometimes you have to rely on people to do that legwork. You know, I will tell you this. If I did this show every day, I would subscribe to Washington Post and New York Times. I'd actually subscribe to them, like pay money to read them because they're people that I trust as far as media goes. Because if they have editorial section, it just actually says editorial. Like this, this is this guy's opinion as opposed to like MSNBC and CNN where, or especially Fox News. John Stewart said it best. Fox News plays news between 10 o'clock and 10.30 every day of actual news. And the other 23 and a half hours is just propaganda horseshit. You know. But it just goes to uh, the fact of if you post something, if you talk about something, fact check it. You know, sometimes I Google something and it just comes right up. Most of the stuff that I that I fact check, I could find it in less than three minutes. And sometimes I gotta dig. You know, it may take me 15, 20 minutes to find what I'm looking for. Right combination of keywords, so on and so forth, to find what I'm looking for. And I may find it. One story I was looking for, it took me almost an hour to find it. And it ended up being in some uh, local newspaper about something that happened in Oklahoma years ago. So it's... Uh, it's a challenge, you know, but you got to stay vigilant because right wingers can get away with just lying all the time. It's what they do. It's their business model. You know, if we're going to be the good guys, we have to be good. I know that sounds simplistic, but I mean, honestly, all these left wing websites like left action and stuff like that, don't mess with them. You know, if you're if you're on the right side of history, you don't need a slant. Because you're on the right side of it. You know. But 
before we wrap this up, Blue, uh, what, are you, what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts is con- my final thoughts is congratulations to North Carolina Central University for winning HBCU of the Year. They have been making strides in their their study, their programs. The campus is looking wonderful. They have renovated. Um, they've regentrified a lot of projects in the area, which are going to convert them into living quarters for um, staff. I love what they're doing for the Durham area, and I love what they're doing for black youth that's trying to empower themselves through education. And that's a shout out to NCCU for winning HBCU of the Year. They deserve it. No. I did not know that. Yeah, shout out to, to Central for that. They, um, I, I will definitely agree. I love the way their campus is looking. Um, you can see where they're, where they're investing their money. Um, hmm. I didn't realize they were as young as they were either. Right. But, right. yeah. Like, <laughs> barely 100 Like, just over 100. I did not I know that. The, um, the main library I go to, since main, our main library is closed down for renovations, so they, they went to Northgate Mall, and uh, no, I'm not going to Northgate Mall to go to a library. Um, <laughs> so I go to the one right down the street, the Scranton something one. It's a black, it's considered the African-American library, as it was there since, pretty much since the, um, you know, when we were coming out of, what do they call it, Regents? Not Regents, what is it called when you... Whatever this period of time was after slavery, when they was getting this shit together, you know. The the, the, the Thank you. Oh, Reconstruction? That was like Harlem. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a small library um, compared to many standards of main libraries, but what they do for that community is amazing. I see um, a lot of homeless people spend time there, and they're not just sitting there. They're actually invested in reading and working on the computer, actively looking for jobs. They have these meeting rooms and study rooms downstairs that cater to the community, and I see a lot of good community activities at that um, at that library. So that whole area of that old Fayetteville revitalized. is just revitalizing with black unity and empowerment and education, and it's a beautiful thing. Now, what I don't like is down there by the Haytai Heritage um, building is that they don't look like our buildings anymore. There's a lot of new buildings right there. Now, that area is really getting gentrified. Cause yeah. I was over there. The, I was there just today, and I was ta- I was talking to some crack. I mean, I was talking to some people that use my altering substances. About you know that they, they might want to consider you know not doing that anymore. And where can I get some weed? And um, and uh, it was just like odd, like it didn't fit, like like the matrix was broken. This dainty white woman just started walking by. And I was like, and we all just stopped and looked, like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like something in this picture just don't fit right. Black man looking for some weed, talking to the crackheads because they are they know they know to know, you know, trying to make a deal, whatever, to try to figure out where, where to go to get to get it. You know what I'm saying? And as we're talking, as we're in all this midst of ghettoism, a woman that doesn't belong in this whole scenery just runs by like she belongs there with her little iPod. AirPod things on, you know what I'm saying? Just mosey right. along. <laughs> I said, oh, baby, I hope you stay safe because this is not the hood to be running in. And if you're running, you better run a little bit faster because these crackheads are fast as fuck. <laughs> the crack hollows out their bones. It makes them lighter. <laughs> <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think they say they can fly? They're so high because they're so high, their bones are so 
hollowed, they literally probably could fly. You know what I'm saying? Watch it out now. New Jack City <laughs> up in this bitch. <laughs> so, Odie, what, so, what, what are your last words? Your final words? Um, I'm going to... I'm going to piggyback off of you and go with stay vigilant if it seems to be too good to be true as far as the other side is concerned, then run and verify it only takes a second. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, I will say this uh, as the final word. Uh, make sure you call your representatives because it, it actually does matter. I know a lot of people tend to get down. And they tend to say, well, you know, my voice doesn't matter. Yeah, you, if your voice is on the answering machine, it matters, you know. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I'm going to piggyback off of you, Blue. Um, the FCC, right? We know a Jeep Pie is not going to change his mind because he's a corporate shill. But there's two other people uh, that are voting that we need to... Uh, change their minds so there's three people voting we know a jeep pie is not going to uh he's not going to vote the right way right uh michael o'reilly and then you can uh get to him at mike.o'reilly that's o-r-i-e-l-l-y at fcc.gov and brendan carr so that's brendan b-r-e-n-d-a-n dot c-a-r-r at FCC.gov, and if you want to call the FCC directly, the number is 202-418-1000. So give them a call. The vote is not until uh, December 15th, I think. So we still got a couple weeks to uh, get in their heads and let them know, hey, leave the internet as is. So, and that's all I had. Oh, one last thing. The revolution will not be televised. It will be broadcast and streaming on your internet. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and remember one thing. When the Arab Spring happened, you know when the kids really took to the streets? When they cut off their internet. So remember that, Ajipai. <laughs> so. All right, and that concludes this episode. Did you have some last words? I'm sorry. Um, did I miss something in the translation? No, no, I think we're good. Oh, it <laughs> I was reading this um, article on Vice about these Burmese men who um, inject coconut oil into their penises to make them larger, not realizing that after the process, which lasted about two years, giving that little extra inch, man, really an inch, that their dicks stop working altogether and they can never have sex again. Hmm. That, that, that sounds, sounds about like a good right. Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> that sounds fantastic to the Twilight Zone. You know what? You know what? Thank you for bringing that up because I was I was gonna watch something else, but I think I'm gonna to go on Hulu because I'd never ever use my Hulu service and check out a couple um, Twilight Zones. I haven't watched that in years. The black and white. Ones, the black and white. Yeah, ones. yeah, 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 yeah. The ones where Rod Sterling was at the intro. Oh, yeah, I love that voice, boy. I think I'm gonna sample him for my next track. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, and that concludes another episode of Politrix. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Urban Breakdown podcast and look for single podcasts from Mercer Prescott, Odie and F. Christopher Blue as they do solo ventures into the podcast world apart from the umbrella of the Urban Breakdown just for things that 
might be too controversial for this radio station. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I might just be in a vein that doesn't necessarily speak to the masses, but speak to our niche audiences. And um, look for that as well. Stay tuned and be well and be great. And make your money count in the way that it should count. Don't support hate.